So, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the We Are Wrestling Podcast Takeover Edition. So, we just ended Takeover, and Takeover was really good. Yes. Really good. So, let's get started. The show opened up amazing, amazing six-man tag match. Mm-hmm. No, Gato de Fantasma versus MSK and Bronson Reed. Dude, like, after this match, like, I didn't want anything else to happen on this show because this was so damn good. Yeah, you actually said that, like, why would they start with such a banger? Like, how could they top that? Yes. It, it was so, it was so fucking good. Yeah. Like, Bronson Reed... Did the running spot where he squishes Santos Escobar right through, not against the wall, but through the wall. They were doing so many tag team tandem moves. It was fucking, it's it just, this whole fucking, it just was so good. Everything about it was so good. Also, everything. I Fantasma's fucking intestines were fucked up. Yes. Also, everybody on each team trust alike so they pretended that they were all the team together good for them I like that that was awesome but of course the good guys the champions retained their titles and they kept their belts and it was Bronson Reed and MSK picking up the win over Legado del Fantasma after Raul Mendoza got squished to oblivion. Yep. <laughs> that was that was actually really good. Like, it was so hot, like, going into anything else was just like, <sighs> I don't want to go into anything else. Like, it's just like, like that, it, in the show right there. <laughs> exactly. That's how, that's how good it was. Then we had Mercedes Martinez versus Zaya Lee. This match was like, I thought it was going to be just like a throwaway match, but Zaya Lee actually came in hot and did some cool shit. And like, she won. Yeah. She won. She won. But then she told Boo or Boa. Give me the chair. I'm gonna fuck her up. He gave her the chair. She grabs the chair. She's getting ready to hit Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez moves. Well, actually, she kicks her in the leg, and then she fucks up Boa with the chair. Then she hits Zaya with the chair. She hits Boa with the chair. She hits Zaya with the chair. And she hits her again. Then she looks at the lady in the chair. She starts inching closer to the lady in the chair. She gets scared. And she hits Zaya again. She gets a little closer. She gets scared again. She gets a little closer. Then she's like, fuck it, I'm gonna hit the lady. She goes to hit the lady. She puts her in a chokehold. The Ming chokehold. That's what I was thinking it was. Yeah. Yes. So Mercedes got out of it. She put she hit her hand and she was gonna fuck her up. But then she put her right back in it. 
and she grabbed her and then she threw Mercedes Martinez into the wall and Mercedes Martinez was laid out so what's your thoughts on this one it seems like it's gonna be a match between um, Mercedes Martinez and the lady in the chair is it me mm-hmm. or she taller than I expected like per, I, I didn't think she was that tall okay what did you expect of her like a little bit taller than Zaya uh-huh. but she's slightly like smaller than Martinez like yes. not by much yes if I'm not mistaken Karen Q was not that tall okay her shoes or something cause like you know it uh, could also be just the way it was filmed probably okay Cause yeah. Okay, so do you see Mercedes Martinez eventually joining the hand after um, the leader beats her? Like that's the way it would have to end, you know? Okay. Then we had the ladder match. The ladder match, the million dollar ladder match between L.A. Knight, yeah, and Cameron Grimes. To the moon. They just kept trying to kill each other. Yep, hundred percent. Like they just had no chill, and they just kept trying to kill each other. It just was. It was really fucking crazy. Like, every time you turned around, they were doing something worse and worse and worse. And it's like, yo, they just keep trying to kill each other. And it was so bad. Like, why? Like, why? I mean, I know why, but, like, why did you just keep murdering each other? It just was bad. But... Um, for, like, the main other legacy or whatever. Yeah. Then they brought in the million dollar ladder. It is gold and diamonds. Then Cameron Grimes is about to win. He's climbing up the ladder. Ellie Knight gets back in the ring, flips him off into this chair setup. And he goes through the chair setup. I mean, not the chair setup, the ladder setup. He bounces off the ladder. Cameron Grimes is dead. Ellie Knight climbs up. He gets the million-dollar title. He's now the million-dollar champion. Kind of like happening that way, you know what I mean? Like, like I said in like the last episode, my heart wanted Cameron to win it, but I I knew it was gonna be LA night, like, and it was gonna be just like that where Grimes was gonna almost have it and then just fall short. Okay. I, like I said it during there and I'm going to say it again mm-hmm. it's said that LA Knight needed that gimmick to get over exactly. like now he has the title to get over that's crazy and it's funny because now Cameron is like over as hell and he doesn't need it exactly so then they made a promo a promo about the red, white, and blue 
and Renegade goes, oh my god, it's a Cody Rhodes promo. <laughs> I cracked up so hard. <laughs> it, the funny part, it was a Great American Bash promo. Great American Bash, July 6th on the USA Network. That's their next big show. Not that big show, not Paul White. Yes, not that one. It's like, I would be a little bit mad, but at the same time, it's like, it's a month away, because it's like, it's like two or three weeks away from now. Okay. That they're going to have the Great American Bash. So that means they're going to have to set up a bunch of matches, like, real quick. So how do you feel about that? The fact that they got to set up their matches so quick, I'm kind of used to it. The way the fucking main roster works. So. But this is NXT, though. Yeah, like it's a totally different animal, but like, yeah, it's weird. But like, okay, you know. Yeah, but, like we're gonna need some substance in order to like put together everything. Like we're we're gonna need to do that. So. Then they show earlier in the day, we have Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano fighting outside, and William Regal was breaking them up. And then, like, they cut the backstage. William Regal was breaking up Pete Dunne and carrying across. It's like, oh my God, like, everybody's fighting. Like, Regal was working overtime today. Yep. And then we had Ember versus. Raquel Gonzalez. And Raquel Gonzalez named her finisher. What is the name of her finisher? The Chingona Powerbomb. Which Chingona means um, badass woman. La Chingona Powerbomb. And it's like, it sounds badass. It sounds totally badass. But it's going to be hard for them to say it. It's really gonna be hard for them to say. So that's Dude, gonna be. Some... Wrote, I, I don't know his name. Like, you need to school me, but like, he couldn't say it. Um, Big Joseph. Big Joseph, he couldn't say it. He still called it the one arm power bomb. Fucking um, the one that came the closest to actually saying it, and, and God bless her, is fucking the Phoenix. You know. Mm-hmm. I give her like all the credit in the world for saying it. She tried. She was like, God knows she's tried. She came really close. Yeah. But I think, I think, I don't know, but I think they might eventually get it. They might get it. They might. Not saying they will, they might. (laughs) And it might be a regular thing. But yeah. They're having it. They're going to roll their R's, though, you know? Oh, no. No, no. Then they'll never get it. But yeah, they're having this match. The match is going. It is going. It is it's getting good. Like it's it's better than we expected. And Ember hits the eclipse. One, two. Dakota Kai grabs Raquel's foot and puts it on the ropes. And then she says, I didn't do anything. I'm innocent. But she wasn't innocent for long because out of nowhere. Shotzi Blackheart shows up and beats the fuck out of her. 
So they're <laughs> going at it. And they're fighting. And they're fighting. It is back and forth. And like she's chasing her away. And Shotzi did something that's unforgivable, especially for house owners. She wrecked the plants. My God. How could you? What's so wrong? So then we cut back to the ring. Ember and Raquel are still going at it. They're going at it. Raquel hits her with the La Gringa Leche. What is it called? What? <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> La Chingona. La Chingona. You said it right. It's with the La Chicona. One, two, three. Raquel Gonzalez is a badass woman. She is La Chicona. Yes. So that is a thing. So, okay. Now, who do you see going after her? Honestly, right now, no one. Like, we're right off the, like, we're recording this right after the pay-per-view. So my mm-hmm. mind is broken, and I can't think of no one right now. Now, if you ask me this next time we record, I'll probably think of someone. Right now, I got no one. Yes. Okay. But I do. Like, okay. Okay, everybody wants Dakota to, to turn on her. They want her to turn on her. We see that coming. That's that's an inevitable. Definitely happening. Not so. Once you beat her, though, like, that's the thing. You know? No, no. Exactly. Like my my money is a thousand percent on Tegan Knox coming back. Like yeah. it's a thousand percent on Tegan Knox coming back. So Raquel Gonzalez leaves. Ember leaves. They cut the video package for the guys. And so they start showing Johnny Gargano, who's dressed up like Shawn Michaels. Like he's totally decked out in Shawn Michaels gear. And I'm mad at him because he said on Twitter, I'm going to do a House of M thing. And everybody's like, okay, he's going to dress up like Magneto. No, he was Shawn Michaels with Magneto colors. It's like, ah, damn it, Johnny. So as Johnny's walking to the ring, you just hear women. And Renegade was like, wait, is that for his entrance? No, it was Ember and Shotzi versus Dakota and Raquel with, once again, William Regal trying to separate them. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus, like, Regal is working fucking overtime today separating people. So, that's the thing. And that happened. So then we get to the five-way. This was a classic. This was a classic, even though, like, criticisms of Karrion Cross being in the match and him personally, because there's a lot of that. Yeah. I didn't say it was coming from us, but there's a lot of that. But, yeah. Like, this match was really good. Like, it was really good. It was super good. It was fun. Like, it was a lot of near falls. Like, people were dying, like, multiple times. Didn't like random people start doing tandem moves together, and it was like, "Wait, you guys aren't even tag teams. What is what's going on?" Right. It, 
It was so crazy. You would think it would mostly be the former uh, uh, Undisputed member. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, it was damn near everybody doing tag team mm-hmm. And one of like one of the cool spots was Pete Dunn was ran to the corner and did his like flip thing, but Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole super kicked him. It it like it was so bad. It felt like they super kicked him back to his feet. Oh my god, that, damn! Like that was so like it was so crazy. But it all ended when Kyle O'Reilly put Adam Cole. In the leg submission, he tied up his legs, and Adam Cole was so close to tapping. He kept getting closer and closer to tapping, and I said out of my mouth, Cross is going to choke out Kyle O'Reilly, and that's how he wins. And that's that's exactly what happened. He Mm -hmm. choked out, and he won. So, carrying Cross won. How okay, not how. Who is next for Karrion Cross? Once again, like my mind not on that. I think though the safest way, right, would mm-hmm. be someone within that match that quote unquote didn't lose, you know. So Colorado's like out because he lost, right? So maybe mm-hmm. Adam. I'm thinking Adam. Car- I'm thinking Adam Cole or Pete Dunn. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking one of those. It's Adam or Pete. Like one of those guys are going to be the one that's going to challenge him, especially with like Great American Bash coming up so quick. Exactly. And you know how that shit is. Like I didn't tap, so like you didn't pin me or yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. So that's how these so, things yeah. work. Yeah, so, like, that's, like, yeah, definitely close. So, yeah, William Regal should get on that. Wait. No. Yeah. But at the end of the show, William Regal, with tears in his eyes, said, hey, guys, I'm done. I did this for seven years. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. William Regal is no longer general manager of NXT. More or less, he said, fuck you guys, I'm going home. Yes. It's like everybody was so bad that he's just like, you know what, I quit. I fucking quit. I'm done. I'm done with you guys. So. I immediately immediately had an epiphany. The bad part is we weren't even going to record right now. Yeah, you immediately told me like, record, record, record. I'm like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Immediately I had an epiphany. Because as reported on the podcast, there were talks about something happening. They were talks. And if those reports have been right, yeah. We have a new general manager. 
and okay. our new general manager isn't going to take any shit. Probably one of the best people to be general manager. Probably one of the best people who can keep control of everything at NXT and show everybody not to fuck with them. I mean, they always said Joe was going to kill you. Oh. I don't think nobody's going to fuck with general manager Joe. No. No, definitely not. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... So, yeah, that's, that's takeover in your house. And, uh... We'll find out what's going to happen on Tuesday. So, yeah. Tune into the podcast next time. You'll see what happens. You want to end it or you want me to end it? Goodbye. (sighs) Fuck that shit.